This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate. Jason Tate, live here in the studios out of Palm Springs, California. Thank you so much for being here on your Sunday. So excited to have a show here with you, share some health and wellness. Uh, I have a saying now that I've kind of, you know, taken from, not taken, but I'm borrowing it from a mentor of mine. And and I like it. I want to see what you think, Alex. Hmm. I want to help you guys. I want to help you live the make the rest of your life the best of your life wait say that again i want to help i want to help you make the rest of your life the best of your life you like that i like that because Hmm. you know obviously we can't go back we can't change the past right right so here we are this is our starting point right now rest of your life best of your life that's from Eric Thomas, by the way. Oh, great I motivational like speaker. So you make the rest of your life the best of your rest life. of your life, best of your life. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So uh, here we are. It's Sunday, um, January twenty sixth. Time uh, flies. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're at the end of January. <laughs> this is wild. I have a um, I have a great show lined up for you today, and before I get into that, I want to. I don't know something. Um, Something just happened, and I don't know if you know it yet, Alex. Um, there was a helicopter crash in Los Angeles this morning, and, and Kobe Bryant was on the helicopter. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. And he is... Um, Holy cow. He passed away today. Wow. Life is so short. Holy cow. Wow. I have Ooh. to admit, I, I, you know, I mean, I appreciate what... Kobe did for the sport of basketball and inspiring millions of people to play basketball, to get into shape, um, to take care of themselves. I've listened to some of his talks recently, you know, as far as motivational talks, and he, he really had an incredible work ethic. He worked yes. really, yeah, he really hard, and I appreciate that. You know, everyone kind of has, you know, their demons and mm-hmm. and everyone has their great things. So in focusing on the great things about Kobe's life, um, he, he had an, a tremendous work ethic. And and I've actually I've enjoyed hearing that part of his life fairly recently. And so um, he's not very old. I don't even know. He's not much older than me. And Mm-mm. and now he's gone. So. I oh, just, so um, wow. yeah, so I, I think I just, I don't even, I don't even know. I kind of want to take a moment of silence right now. Mm. Whew. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, thank you for that. Back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, intense. It, it, it shows you how, yeah. you know, I, you know, I learned that lesson last year. Right. That life is so, so short. Right. So uh, I was given great advice by my friend who passed away. And one of the advices that she gave me while she was going through her, her fight was, you know, um, 
It looks like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, because you never know, right? But it Someday doesn't mean you'll be right. to go out and do crazy Get cra- things. No, it doesn't mean it that. It means be good to yourself. Right. Be kind to yourself. Uh, don't judge yourself so harshly. Um, enjoy life. Right. Um, as you know, last year it was my year of yes. And yeah, <laughs> here you are. And here I am in 2020. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and this year is, is the year of, of happy, you know, is, and the year of yes translates into the year of happy. Uh-huh. And, um, and, and it, 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 it's sad that it takes something so drastic to make you pause. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I wished is that I would have taken a pause a lot earlier and reflect it and say, you know what, this is it. This is my one life. And whether you believe in reincarnation or not, which I do, um, but this is my one shot at this incarnate. Right. So yeah. I, I'm not going to say, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to say, well, I'll leave yeah. it for next time because you know what, next time I'm not going to remember no, this one. No. So no. It, I, I, I really am living, and thanks to you, I mean, <laughs> uh, okay, I'll say it on the air. You know, between Jason and the love of my life, I've dropped 20 pounds. Oh, are you serious, yeah. Alex? I weighed myself this morning. Oh, look at you, girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so between so proud Jason of you. and, you know, finding, you know, which was also Jason's wonderful friend, um, <laughs> I am, I can honestly say that I'm living my best life. Oh, wow. That's great hmm. news. So. so good to have you back. I missed you last week. Oh, I missed you. <laughs> I missed you. I did. I had a great show with John. I don't know if you got to hear any of it. I, I'm, I'm listen. I'm going to listen on the on the podcast. Okay. I didn't All get right. a chance to listen. To yeah. That, but yeah. I had, I had a good show with John. It was <laughs> it was fun. He's he's pretty. He gets pretty heated about stuff. Yeah. And John, I was talking John's about. Great <laughs> <laughs> and he's really super intelligent. Yes. You know, John, the station oh manager. Uh, helped run the boards last last week on show number 10. He knows a lot about a lot of things. And he knows a lot about a lot of things. And when I started in on the topic of school meals, mm-hmm. you know, for kids, he, of course, knew about the new legislation and oh, the, new the laws that are ridiculous. passing down ridiculous. to bring more burgers and fries <laughs> and pizzas to kids in school and cut out the minimum requirement of fruits and vegetables. Like, hello. This it's, is it's ridiculous. We're already in in a in the negative, and we're going to take several steps backwards. So he knew a lot about that. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was last week's show. Tate Talks is here. We exist to let people know you have a right to be healthy. And and in last week's show, I kind of spun off of what Alex and I had talked about a couple weeks before. It's more than a right; it's an opportunity. And beyond an opportunity, it's a responsibility. Yes. It's a responsibility to not only yourself, Mm -hmm. but you don't live a life alone. There are people that care about you. And, you know, and I shared a story um, last week about how, you know, living for your kids, living for your grandkids, right? And just kind of living for them to help kind of raise them and show them the way. This is what it's all about. This Mm -hmm. human species, you know, and animal species in general that parent their young. This is really important to do. So... It's a right, it's an opportunity, and it's a responsibility. And Tate Talks exists to provide information and kind of get the get the wheels turning, you know? Alex just mentioned she lost 20 mm-hmm. pounds just by listening to the show, being on the show, being yeah. around people, her, the love of her life, people that, um, that, that care about you and care about your health. And mm-hmm. so 
they have a responsibility to each other, right? Yeah. You and your love to, to, to care for each other and be healthy and live healthy and live strong. It's true. If you look at societies around the world, not to get too philosophical, but if you look at societies and, and the timeline of history, societies that they, they care for one another thrive the most. Yep. If you, if you look globally, look yep. at the countries that have the highest, you know, uh, GPA, and not GPA, uh, uh, gross GDP. GDP, sorry, mm-hmm. GPA. GDP. <laughs> talk about kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, they are a society that, that truly and honestly cares for one another. And, and um, that says a lot. That says a lot. And, and we can do a little micro, micro experiment of that within our family. We can mm-hmm. create our own mm-hmm. governance mm-hmm. and our own mm-hmm. microcosmic of, of that. And you'll see, you know, if, if you're not being cared for, if you're not being respected, if you're not, you know, life changes are, are not easy but they're necessary. Yeah. And and the sooner you start, the healthier you'll be. That's and right. and it's yeah. it's physical, yeah. it's mental, it's emotionally, it's everything. And the longer you live. Yeah. You know, yeah. as well. So, you know, the the centenarians, you know, populations, the blue zones around the world, people that live into their hundreds mm-hmm. and beyond, you know, mm-hmm. beyond hundred, but beyond you know, up into hundred and teens, hundred and twenty, <laughs> they have many things in common these blue zones and one aspect of it is that sense of family and belonging and yeah. belonging to their to their community yes. they're not lost and forgotten and locked away in some and country it's club. not just it's not bloodline it's not only bloodline it's not only bloodline it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's there's community. so many factors they go out oh, there yeah. they become yeah. part of the community they care for others also there are many and my 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 grandparents on both sides lived you know, into their late 90s, my grandmother died one month short of her 100th birthday, and very active, um, and and out there in the community being active, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just with the bloodline yeah. family. So let me spin off of that and talk about one of my families here in the desert. One future Coachella Valley is a family of mine. <laughs> They're a nonprofit, and I just I love working with this organization. I have now for many years. As long as I've been teaching nutrition, I've been working with this organization, One Future Coachella Valley. And they recently um, had me come and speak to a group of young men. In fact, on Saturday, yesterday, mm-hmm. I went and spoke to a group of just over 100 eighth graders. So, in all boys. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, 100 eighth grade boys entering, you know, at the end of their middle school reign and getting ready to go into high school. And the the point of this program is called Gents Alliance. And what they want to do, this is the first run of it. They want to do this year after year and, and then pilot it and follow these young men, these boys through high school and into college and do what they can to improve their academic performance and success and really just kind of be that helping hand, be that community Mm -hmm. that we were just talking about and be another family for these young boys. They were from all three school districts here in the desert. Mm -hmm. And I was asked to be one of the keynote speakers at this event. And so I did a talk there called Level Up, Feed Your Brain. Mm -hmm. And my whole spin, I was thinking, okay, how am I going to (laughs) appeal to eighth grade boys? all eighth grade boys, except for a couple maybe, are into gaming. Mm-hmm. This is this is a gaming culture. Mm-hmm. 
And it just so happens that I have long black hair. I have some gray as well. And I have a beard. And I've had a beard and long black hair now for many years. And there's a popular icon out there in the movie world and in the gaming world mm. that I happen to look a lot like. Interesting. <laughs> and his name is John Wick. It's Keanu Reeves, actually. Oh, okay. I was teaching class one day a couple of years ago, and one of my students came up and said, oh, Mr. Day, you look like the Reaper. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's a compliment. I, I don't know. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no, no, no. It's from this game called Fortnite. And he pulled it up, and he says, based on John Wick. I don't even know who it is. I'm like, well, John Wick is Keanu Reeves. And so he pulled up this picture. Very right? nice man, by the way. And yeah. John w- and he pulled up this picture of this Fortnite character and he's wearing a black suit, black tie, black shirt, the whole thing. And I said, you know what? I have a black suit and a black shirt, and a black tie. Mm. I'm going to wear it to school tomorrow. See what happens. Oh, You're not going to believe what happened when I wore that to school. Oh, when, I I, when, when I wore it to high school. You're not going to tell me on the break, are you? I'm not going to tell you. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Stick around. I'm going to tell you what happened. This was two years ago, and I've been playing on it ever since, and this is what got me in and connected to these eighth grade boys yesterday. More on that in just a minute. and wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate. Welcome back to Tate Talks. This is Sunday, <laughs> January 26th. We're laughing it up over here. This is show time. number 11. I'm excited. Well, I'm going to share that Jason just brought me some juice that he made at home. Oh my God. Are you going to share this recipe? I have shared oh, this, this is recipe. The one that you shared. Yeah, oh I mean God. it's it's very similar. This is to, divine. Yeah. This is so good. So good. You keep talking. I'll keep. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, reminder: how to follow us and how to reach out to us, how to contact us. You can call the station seven six zero five four four talk, which is eight two five five. You can email us studio at ihubradio.com. And you can follow, please follow on Instagram, tatetalks.radio. Uh, you can catch previous shows on iTunes, any type of um, uh, Spotify, TuneIn. And so it's, it's Tate Talks. I know there's, there might be another Tate Talks out there. I think there is, actually. <laughs> and it's the Tate Museum in London. Oh, wow. So that's the only other Tate Talks that I'd heard You're of. You're so fancy. <laughs> 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 I'll have to practice my English accent. Oh, God, please. Um, so, yes, follow, follow on Instagram, <laughs> tatetalks.radio. And, of course, you can follow me on Facebook as well, just Jason Tate. And I share recipes uh, smoothie recipes, juice recipes. I just shared this morning the recipe for the creamy vegan artichoke spinach dip. 
from Minimalist Baker. So good, so good, so good. All right, so back to the story. So I, when I put on a black suit, and even when I just put on a white dress shirt and a black tie uh, without the suit coat, I look very, very much like Keanu Reeves in John Wick. Mm. And also this character from Fortnite. Uh, And so to the point to where, so I I did this at school. I was Mm. telling the story. I I saw the picture. The kids were like, oh my God, you look like this guy. And I said, you know, I have that suit at home. I'm going to wear it tomorrow. I wore it. And I walked around campus at lunchtime. (laughs) There were herds of boys gathering around me, taking selfies with me. (laughs) Because it was like I was a movie star. They, I mean, they just thought I was John Wick. And it was hilarious. It was so much fun. So, and I've been forever dubbed as John Wick uh, on campus. And so even when I'm not wearing a suit, they're like, hey, John Wick. (laughs) (laughs) So I go to I go to do this talk, level up, feed your brain. And I thought, my gosh, I mean, what a perfect in, right? Mm-hmm. To get in with these eighth grade boys who, you know, that's the culture. And so I come walking down. It was at the Indian Wells Theater at Cal State San Bernardino Palm Desert Campus. Mm-hmm. And the person is introducing me. And I'm coming, walking down the steps. And the boys are turning their heads. And they're all getting out their phones and taking pictures of me because they thought I was... <laughs> Keanu Reeves, actual John Wick coming down to speak to them. And I walked up and I grabbed the mic. I'm like, the boogeyman is here. (laughs) Because that's his nickname in the movie, the boogeyman. Have you seen any of the John Wicks? Mm -mm. The first one? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. (laughs) Not great. Second and third one are actually pretty wild. Uh, A lot of fun. So, So, yeah, I spoke to these eighth grade boys as John Wick, but also as Jason Tate, uh, the health you know, guru person. And that the end, the, the idea where there was in the name level up feeding your brain or feed your brain. And my, you know, my way to connect with these boys was one of the things I said on one of the slides and I showed a picture of a lot of the different video games that I play because mm-hmm. I play games mm-hmm. and I showed pictures again. And of course all the boys are like, Whoa, wait, you play Witcher. What? You play Call of Duty, what? You know, and they just thought it was so cool that I played NBA 2K20 and, you know, some of these games. And so that was a a great connection. I said, I'm not a whole lot different from you guys, but what I want you to do is think about your games. Think about what it takes to level up in your games and to get the best armor and to upgrade your weapons and to upgrade your basketball player or your football player, like whatever it takes to, to level up your player and how many times you have to overcome failure, mm-hmm. right? It's again and again and again. And your character dies and you've got to do it again. And you've got to do it better. And you learn and you get better and you ascend to the ranks. And if you're playing online multiplayer first-person shooters, you're kind of in the bottom, you're in the lower end, and you just kind of work your way up yeah. through practice and, and trials and tribulations and failures. I said, imagine if you took that amount of effort in those tens, dozens of hours, hundreds of hours that you spend on these games and you apply that to your life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? You take a test in class, you fail it. I, I'm a teacher. I've been a teacher 15 years. I see people quit immediately. They quit before they take the test yeah. and yet they won't quit when it comes to video games. They're not 
taking this work at I said, you already have what it takes. The focus, yeah. Yes. So just transplant that and put it into your life. Okay? It's not, you don't have to relearn all this stuff. You have a work ethic. Mm -hmm. Take that work ethic and bring it into your life, into your game, you know, into testing. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share some of the other topics that I covered with these boys. Mm -hmm. It was so much fun. And then, of course, after they were all <laughs> wanted to take pictures with me, it was, awesome. I had a blast. So thank you, One Future Coachella Valley. Yeah. Great age group to, to, yeah. to get in there and, and, you know, help understand this. Yeah. So stay with us. More on that. And I also have a thought to digest coming up. And I'll tell you about who I have on the show hour two stay with us If it's good for your mind and body, it's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate, live here in the studios, Palm Springs, California, on this beautiful Sunday, January 26th, 2020. We're at the end of January already in this year of 2020. One month down. Wild. Wild and crazy. Is going as fast as the radio show goes. <laughs> <laughs> the show's going great. The show's going fast. Oh, I know. So I want to bring in and talk about what I was talking about with these eighth grade boys. Before I do that, I have a thought to digest for you today. Okay. So this one, um, I had one in mind, but I'm going to change it up at the last second, actually. Oh. So this is one of the thoughts that I shared with these boys. Mm -hmm. Because it's important for them to understand that the results aren't immediate for their hard work and their planning and their patience, that they need to think about the long game. Mm -hmm. And so there's a saying that says, the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. You love that? I love that. You love that. <laughs> Can tell by Alex's face. Um, she loves that. I love that one. The day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. So I'm speaking to eighth grade boys and I'm saying, all right, here we are. We're, it's time to plant some seeds right now. Yeah. And really be thinking about the fruit, the later, the careers that you're going into, how you're going to perform in high school. And I shared another quote from a mentor of mine, Eric Thomas, you've got to take advantage, you have to take advantage of the opportunity of a lifetime during the lifetime of that opportunity. Yes. Because they don't exist forever. These opportunities, they come and go. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Sometimes it's a very narrow window, like the show. When you, when it came up yes. to be able to do a radio show, <laughs> I said, you know, I'm really busy right now. Can we, can we do it in like January or February? No, Jason, we can't. <laughs> and they said, no, nope. it's either now or maybe never, maybe mm -hmm. six months from now. And I was like, okay, I, I guess, I guess we're doing it. Yeah. And yeah. so glad I did. Me too. You know, I'm so glad. It, it and I hope you are too. It takes a leap of faith. It takes a leap of faith. It really does. And, but one thing that I've noticed, again, during my year of yes, is that 
I actually had to learn to trust my gut feeling mm-hmm. so much more going through that year. And and when opportunities came up, then and if if I was going to say yes, you know, it had to, I had to go with my gut feeling, and it really exercised that muscle, and I'm very glad. And and you really start to trust yourself a whole lot. Well, and that's that's an important thing that gut feeling. That I'm actually going to do an exercise. You have your paper with you. I do. I'm going to do an exercise with you in a few minutes, and I want you, if you're listening. And you're sitting at home or you're anything but driving. Let's just put it this way. I'm going to do a uh, mindfulness exercise with you during this segment of the show that I learned from a friend of mine, a mentor, who I'm going to have on the show in the summer. Her name is Deanna Minnick. She's an incredible uh, educator and healer and... I'm going to have her on the show this summer. Your guests are amazing. (laughs) amazing. I reached out to her already, and and she's pretty busy. She's booked up, but I'll get her on the show this summer. So I I learned this by doing uh, a show with her or um, being at one of her talks. Uh, She was an educator of mine. She taught me through Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. So I'm going to do an exercise in a few minutes with everyone. Before I do that, something else, you know, and I – when I did the talk for the eighth grade boys, I'm so happy that there was somebody there actually filming Mm. and taking pictures. And so they did capture some video footage of it, which I will post on Facebook. I'll also post it on Instagram to just kind of give you an idea of, of what I do out there for the community and for people. And I, and I love the topic of reaching out to these young boys at a very critical time in their lives, this turning point in their lives. So, and I had so much fun talking about, you know, not being a noob and, you know, just the video game culture Mm -hmm. materials they call mats, you know, farming, which isn't, you know, literally farming it. You're actually farming for materials and games, try and build weapons or to build, you know, structures and things like that. There's so much in this gaming culture, again, making the connection between, doing the hard work and getting these results, but also doing this in your real life as well and not being a noob in your real life and using high quality materials to build your body Mm -hmm. because you're the architect of your body. And so I brought up the topic and I do on the show all the time, forward food versus backward food. Is what I'm eating right now, putting into my body, is this a forward food? Is this propelling me forward in my life? Or is this rolling me backwards? And, and just this concept of forward food, backward food, it's so easy to grasp and hold on to and remember, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, um, the two most important words that we could ever really speak are I am. And I also said to them, I can, or I can't, the opposite, or I cannot, right? Mm-hmm. I cannot do that, or I am not, or I am this, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so important when you say those two words, what follows those words is really how you define your life and your boundaries, and your limitations, and what you're capable of. And so I asked 100 eighth grade boys, how many of you are really good at taking tests? Two boys raised their hands. And I said, how many of you are are bad test takers? The rest, right? 98 boys raised their hands. I said, you know, it's interesting because it's not like a blood type, right? Mm -hmm. Being a bad test taker. It's not something you have. It's something you do. You don't have a card in your pocket that says, oh, you're a bad test taker for your life, just like your type O blood. No, it's something you <clears throat> do, not something you have. 
And I give them the basketball analogy, shooting free throws, you know, are there people that are bad at shooting free throws? Sure. There are people that don't do well at shooting free throws. Are there people that great at shooting free throws? Yeah, sure. Can anyone be great at shooting free throws? Practice. Yeah. Put in the work, Mm -hmm. but not if they just don't put in the work and they just sit around and say, "Eh, I'm bad at free throws. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, you don't put in the work and you don't believe you can be. So I did this whole belief drives behavior activity with the boys. It was so much fun. I had so much fun. Yeah, it's, it's you know I can honestly say it's with girls too. It's not limited oh, to same. boys. Oh, same. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll own it. I'm five foot one. <laughs> um, but I was a great basketball player. Yeah. I, I I made the senior varsity team. And you believed you could do it. And I I I believed I could do it. And that's one one of the things the coach always told me. You know, Alex, your belief. Um, you know, is, is higher than your height. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> because I, uh, they put me as point guard. It's the only position, obviously. But I developed a skill, which is when I reached the, the, the passing area, I jumped up and I was able to scan the field. So wow. I jumped really high and I could pass it down to the forward. Yeah. So, in, and they would go out for layup. So I developed how I overcame my height deficiency by jumping really yeah, high yeah. and scanning really quickly so it's it's it, it, you develop these tools right yeah and that's what it takes you know if you're not good at test taking it's a strategy mm-hmm. you learn the new strategies you get good at it and you become a great test taker mm-hmm. so i was hopeful in kind of uh changing some of the belief patterns of these boys Amazing. speaking of which i only have a few minutes left in this in this segment i want to do this exercise with you so if you're sitting down uh, or if you're if you're not driving, get a piece of paper and something to write with. And I'm going to do just a really short, brief meditation with you to just kind of uh, calm down your body and engage your parasympathetic nervous system. And you're going to write some words with your eyes closed. So don't worry about writing on top of other words or anything like that. Okay. okay. So first start closing your eyes. Just relax. Just kind of let your arms just kind of hang and relax. Take a nice big deep breath in through your nose. Long, slow exhale. Taking another big deep breath in through the nose. Long, slow exhale. Now I'm going to Do a counting breath with you. You're going to breathe in for four seconds. Hold your breath at the top and exhale for six seconds. Breathing in for one, two, three, four. Hold. Exhaling one, two, three, four, five, six. In for one, two, three, four. Hold. Exhaling one, two. Two, three, four, five, six. In for one, two, three, four. Hold. And exhaling one, two, three, four, five, six. Now, as you breathe and relax, counting on your own or just in a relaxed state, enjoy this moment right now. Totally relaxed and at peace. I'm going to say a word. And when I say that word, I want you to write down whatever thoughts come to mind, whatever people, whatever colors, 
places, things, smells, sensations. What comes to mind when I say the word home? Right. Keep writing. What comes to mind? What do you see? What do you smell? What do you hear when I say the word home? Keep going. Keep going. What do you experience? Who is there? What colors do you see? What do you smell when I say the word home? One more time. When I say the word home, what comes up for you? What comes from deep inside? When I say the word home. Taking a nice big deep breath in through your nose now. Long, slow exhale. And as you exhale, letting your eyelids rise gently. And looking to see what you wrote. So Alex is going to look at her paper. Look at your paper. Mm. See what you wrote. It's common for people to write things uh, that they didn't realize were in there. Mm -hmm. It's common for people to write things that... Multiple times. Yeah. uh, And even the same thing. Multiple Mm -hmm. times. What comes up for you? Um, So, Alex, what home, like what image came to mind when I said home? On what country, I should say? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, here in the U.S. Here in the U.S. Okay. All right. I want to hear more. I'm going to ask uh, in a moment uh, about what you wrote, if, yeah. you, if you're comfortable sharing. Of course, of course. Um, so I do this. I did this exercise with my 10th grade students during kind of the wrap-up of my mindfulness and meditation unit with them. And they were blown away at the words that they wrote and what they thought and what came up for them and who was there. This exercise is something that you can do with anything really if you are in a relationship and you're not quite sure if you want to be in that relationship or how to get out of it or if it's the right relationship for you you can do this meditation and just focus on that one thing Hmm. if you're trying to decide between taking a job or not or leaving a job making a major change in your life you have this incredible incredible amount of inner wisdom that little voice that's inside So it really takes tapping into it, listening to it, and then, of course, you've got to act. Yes. Okay? So as soon as we come back, um, I'm going to be sharing with you a quote from the Bhagavad Gita in our Empty Your Cup mindfulness piece. Super important. And we're going to hear what Alex wrote down on her paper. I'm going to share. Stay with us. Inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio. Welcome to Tate Talks. This is Jason Tate, live from the studios in Palm Springs, California. And I just did an exercise with you, kind of tapping into this inner wisdom, this subconscious power that we have. And Mm. and it really is incredible. Think about an entity that is always awake, always on, always at full speed. Mm. You listen, you can hear everything while you're dead asleep. 
while your conscious is completely gone. Mm -hmm. And I know that I did a, an incredible meditation uh, with my classes a couple weeks ago, and many of them knocked out. I know this because they were snoring. <laughs> Imagine that. You know, you turn out the lights and you let high school kids lay down on a yoga mat go in a dark them. room that's <laughs> nice and climate controlled. And, oh and I had my uh, crystal, you know, Tibetan singing bowls and I was playing oh, I some those. really soft music and I did a beautiful meditation for them, just kind of drop them down into a, a really safe space. Mm. And I shared with them the two most powerful words being I am. And I said it several times and I talked about, you know, saying things about yourself like I am beautiful and I am powerful and I am strong. And I did this in their meditation with them. And when I woke them from the meditation and had to kind of wake up several of the kids in the room and they mm -hmm. helped wake each other up and we all kind of sat up and talked. And I just said, OK, what's the two most powerful words? Everyone in the room said, I am and that was one of the only things they remembered, mm. like consciously, that came up into their conscious. So we did this exercise. Mm -hmm. If you missed it, you're going to have to go to tate-talks.captivate.fm, listen to the exercise, do it. And I want to hear uh, what you came up with, Alex, during this exercise. But before I do that, I have a um, empty your cup, which is my mindfulness kind of piece for the week. And it goes like this. It's from the Bhagavad Gita. I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I'm what I think you think I am. I know this one. Yeah. yeah. We talked about this one before. Yeah. I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I'm what I think you think I am. Mm. And this is so powerful in this world of social media and where people are so... Mm influenced by what they think others think of them. That's exactly what that is saying. Mm -hmm. I think of myself what I think you think I am. And it doesn't have to be that way. This is for someone who is struggling with some self-confidence mm -hmm. and they're just kind of, you know, being ping pong bounced around by what they think other people think of them. And it's, it's a very stressful and unsafe and unhealthy place to be. So, Hopefully, uh, you know, actually, not even hopefully, stick around, keep listening to the show, L reach out to some motivational speakers, listen to them on YouTube, find some motivational piece of, of advice and dig down and develop this self-confidence because you are amazing. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are capable. You are forgiven. You've got to say these things to yourself. I am all these things. And really kind of be your own advocate and be your best friend. Such an important part of the healing process. So when I said the word home, what yes. came up for you? Well, and, and you, you asked a very poignant question in, in which country? <laughs> yes, because Alex <laughs> is multinational. <Yeah>. And, <laughs> um, and surprisingly, it's, it's this one here in the valley came up in my mind. Oh, here in the valley, yeah. okay. And I say surprisingly because I always thought of Portugal as my home. I always considered my, here in the U.S., my houses. Okay. But in reality, the one in the valley is the one that popped into my head. Aww. Yeah. So. And the um, first word you wrote, love. I can see it from here. It's love. Aww. Mm -hmm. Cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I mean, how much would you say that that word right there, love, mm. is the reason that this is home? Yes. 
A hundred percent. Right? A hundred percent. Imagine your life without yeah. this person. Yes. And I said the word home. Would you even consider the Coachella Valley? No. Probably not. No. Mm-mm. No. It's amazing. Yeah. Home is where the heart is, right? Home is where the heart is. Right <laughs> there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what else yeah. came up for you? Um, beauty, because, you know, we just went through renovations, so it's yes. beautiful. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. And the puppies. Yep. The puppies came up. And the blue sky. I brought sky, but I was thinking of the blue sky that I can see out of my backyard. Yep. The pool, which we enjoy very much. And this is surprising because I have calm over here. And then one, and, and in a blue, again, with the sky, the flowers that we just planted, uh, peace, and then calm again. So I've calmed wow. twice. I like that. Yeah. I like that, that a lot. That surprised me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, I don't know what you were like before I met you or mm-hmm. during your younger years, but you're a very calm presence. It's taken a lot of work. Yeah. It's taken a lot of and work. And obviously, it yes. came up Twice. twice. So this is something that you you just hit on the point perfectly. Mm-hmm. Your subconscious is working. Mm-hmm. It's always working. Mm-hmm. And whatever you bring awareness, so this is why I talk about mindfulness, whatever you're mindful about is what you're going to be working on. Whether or not you're consciously acknowledging that you're working on being calm, your subconscious is at work on oh, it. Oh, yes. Because it's a, it's a goal of yours yes. to be yes. calm. For the last... 30 years. There you go. It's been yeah. an everyday conscious um, just exercise. Yeah. Just to stay calm, create a calm environment, um, just surround myself with calmness because my life, again. And nobody calm. knows you better than you. There's nobody that knows you better than you. And you might think, oh, I don't know myself that well. Your subconscious knows everything. That's the crazy part. So feel free to drop into meditation and ask yourself some questions. Mm -hmm. Not too many. Just focus on one question at a time. I'm going to, speaking of which, I'm going to do that. I I ask some questions of my students. I do do meditation with my students all the time. And so I I have them reflect and journal after. Like, what does Mm -hmm. it feel like to do these meditations? And so these are some 15-year-old students of mine. Uh, and they, they ascribed a number to how they feel. One being totally stressed out, freaked out, crazy, sat, like ready to cry and vomit and puke at the same time, like really bad. Ten is feeling great. Mm. This is a student of mine. Her name is Juliana. She said, right now I feel like a seven. Learning about mind-body medicine got me thinking that all the medicine I've taken in my entire life was helpful, but not like mindfulness meditation. The effect of meditation and the thought of imagery and relaxation is a feeling of stress relief, less effect on what you got thinking, and less pain. Mm. One more. I'll share one more with you. Uh, Kaylin, another 15-year-old, she said, I'm not feeling my worst, but I'm not feeling my best either. The meditation we did is really helpful for me to release some of the sadness I had gathered up inside. I feel overwhelmed in a good way. Because it's just so crazy how much stuff is, it how much stuff your mind can do. I like the word release. Yeah. One of the things that the calmness that I learned to experience is by letting go. There's yep. no reason to hold yep. on to this yep. stress. There's no reason. Thankfully, the show's not over. Yeah. We've got another hour, and I have a really special guest, a Pilates instructor, and a super healthy cook and chef. 
that I happen to live with. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with us. 